0: President Trump has officially nominated Amy Coney Barrett as his Supreme Court nominee, and the left is getting creative with their attacks. And the New York Times, they released Trump's tax information, but does it make a difference to voters? And then the first debate of 2020, it's tomorrow. Grab your popcorn because it is going to be good. We've got that and much more coming up, and it starts right now. Hey, welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am not the lovely Sarah Gonzalez because Sarah just had a baby this weekend. So I'm Hillary Kennedy. I am filling in for her while she is spending time at home with her brand new baby. We want to congratulate her and her husband, Stephen. But there are some people here that will be familiar that you love, Chad Prather of The Chad Prather Show.
1: Sarah Gonzalez got deported. That is <laughs> fake news about that baby. That is a green card. It's a good cover-up. They sent her, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway. It says anchor baby. <laughs> it's good to be here. And good course, to be with you, Hillary.
2: Good.
0: Well, I'm glad that you guys are here. It's fun hanging out with you. And then Eric July, mm-hmm. the host of For Canon's Sake, good to see you again, thank you, too. Thank
2: you. Thank you, of course.
0: And uh, we do have some pictures of Sarah and her sweet new baby Stetson Michael. And she had a note that she wanted to uh, give to all of you saying he's finally here. Stetson Michael arrived Saturday morning on his due date at 5.56 a.m. weighing six pounds, eight ounces, 20 inches long. We are grateful for all the prayers and well wishes and I hope to be back at the round table very soon with love, Sarah. So congratulations to her and Steven and their other son, Sawyer. They've got a beautiful family. So she's going to be missed, I know. So I'm sorry for all of you who were expecting Sarah today, but She's you know, at home getting thing, no sleep.
1: Beautiful thing about being in, in rural Texas, which I was over the weekend, is they have these gas stations with great barbecue restaurants inside of them. And mm-hmm. I went in there, I got recognized, and immediately they came over and I thought they were gonna say, oh, let's have a picture and all this kind of... No, they wanna know about Sarah. Sarah. When's she <laughs> having that baby? I'm like, well, let me tell you, cause I'm in the know. So congratulations well, to Sarah Steven.
0: Yeah, you know. now when people ask, you can tell them she's yeah. already had them. All right, so we actually have a lot to get into today cause there is a ton going on. The closer we get to the election, I mean, things are just out of control. But we'll start with President Trump. He nominated Amy Coney Barrett to the Supreme Court over the weekend on Saturday, uh, just one week after the death of Ruth Bader Ginsburg. All right. So there's 38 days before the election. He said today it's my honor to nominate one of our nation's most brilliant legal minds, Judge Amy Coney Barrett. A lot of people agree with that. Um, He said Barrett will decide cases based on the text of the Constitution. And he urged the Democrats to give her a respectful and dignified Senate hearing. And he cautioned the media from stoking a personal (coughs) and partisan confirmation process. And she gave a speech and she honored the life of Ginsburg, pledged to uphold the Constitution. She said she's deeply honored by the confidence that Trump has placed in her. People have already started attacking her, though. You know, a lot of people thought they were really going to come for her because she's a devout Catholic. She's a mother of seven. She's got two adopted children and then another with Down syndrome. Um, But leftists, they did start attacking her faith initially, but they've really started attacking her family, even suggesting that she illegally adopted
3: her children.
0: (laughs) So her Senate confirmation, it's coming up on October the 12th. It's reportedly going to last four days. What are your opinions on Amy Coney Barrett, and do you think Trump made a good decision?
1: I think he made a great decision, and congratulations to Judge Amy Coney Barrett for getting the nomination. I think it's going to be a great, uh, just going to be a great confirmation process. They don't even have to do that, right? It's just the graciousness of the party to be able to say okay, because they already know they have enough votes. Even if Mitt Romney were to flip flop and go to the other side, they've got Mike Pence who'd be the fifty-first vote. So. They're going to do the hearing. They don't have to do the hearing. They could go straight to the vote, but good for her. I I think she's solid. I think she's a person of character and integrity. She definitely, uh, see, you know, look... We've seen, she's got a track record. She seems to interpret the law based on the Constitution, so that's what we want. And, and it's perfectly within the rights of the president to fill that seat and to do it before the election. And according to Lindsey Graham, it'll happen on the 22nd of October, so we'll see how all that goes down. It's going to be some exciting few days. And when I say exciting, I mean, hold onto your seats and strap in, because it's going to be weird.
0: Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah, no, uh, it was going to be, uh, it didn't
2: matter who, That was nominated. Let's just be completely honest. They could have nominated Jesus. Jesus. (laughs) And they would have found something wrong with what he or she did. So that was my expectation. Now, when you hear more about her story, though, Mm -hmm. it's, it's it's it becomes when you consider the leftist general perspective on things, it becomes significantly harder to criticize her, not in just her being a, a woman or anything like that, but of course, her having this family, big family, adopting these kids. You can't play that race card or anything like mm-hmm. that. Definitely. She's adopted these uh, beautiful black kids. And they're like, but crazy enough, that's what they attacked her for. Yeah, That was one of the more bizarre things for me to see out of this whole entire situation. Like a lot of blue check marks of all things to grow, which I guess that would have to speak positively for the folks that do support Barrett. And that that was what they dwelled on. The fact that she stole those kids, Yeah, she, she stole those kids. She <laughs> colonized
1: white, colonized yeah, white, a- white. Co- yeah, <laughs> it, 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 the
2: mental gymnastics that some of these blue check marks were doing yeah. to try to paint her as even a racist, despite that is insane, but it does go to show like I had been saying, it didn't matter. Who that she was gonna nominate. So you, you you're better off just picking who you thought was the best person for this particular job because it didn't matter. The other side was going to attack you for any and everything. Now, the angle that I have found interesting, Joe Biden, the Democrats have been acting as if this whole situation is bizarre. Mm-hmm. And the idea that someone will be nominated <clears throat> and then, well, Joe Biden says installed. Um, during uh, an election year or while an election is taking place. We know this has happened a pretty significant amount of times uh, throughout the course of America's history. But it did go to show how much they will lie. They will lie. They would lie in order to perpetuate some sort of nonsense because there's actually no reason by way of any sort of laws that says that this can't be done. Right. Right? And to be fair to these Republicans, they've been a lot more mild than what I anticipated. Nobody rubbed it in anybody's face. They didn't respect uh, disrespect, excuse me, uh, uh, Ruth or anything like that. I was to to their credit. I think everybody was clinging to that idea that that was going to happen. But it does really go to show that they don't care or anything. And this is why I've said like you can't be playing by the well, they are playing by the rules. But, you know, if it was they were in that situation, they'd be doing the complete opposite or more so the same thing. Actually, the person probably would already be nominated and installed in the event that they were the, uh, let's say if it was a Joe Biden presidency. So it, it just goes to show the hypocrisy on either side of this.
0: Now, you brought up a good point about the things they've been saying about her adopted Haitian children. Mm-hmm. Were either of you surprised at how quickly people went straight for her family?
1: Uh, I, I was surprised. Nothing surprises me anymore. But when, whenever you start reading, as you say, the blue check marks, and you read the tweets and the, and the mental gymnastics and the stretching that you have to do, and I mean, if she didn't have two children from Haiti, imagine how white they would be calling that family. Yeah. Look, at this, yeah. look at this white family, pasteurized and homogenized and, you know, they're whole milk. <laughs> uh, you know, they, you'd have had everything that comes out. But, but this idea of accusing someone of uh, insulating themselves against accusations of racism by adopting children of color is insane. You know, a lot of folks, I I define racism loosely as withholding something from someone because of the color of their skin, Mm -hmm. period. This is the exact opposite in this case. Mm -hmm. She literally gave them a new life, right? Haiti's not a great place, ask the Clintons, Uh, uh, unless you're profiting off of it, ask the Clintons. But (laughs) She gave them the exact opposite of that. She gave them a life, got them out of a life of poverty, uh, gave them a life of, let's face it, American affluence. Uh, She's going to be the Supreme Court Justice of the United States. So she did the exact opposite of racism, what they're accusing her of.
0: Right. Well, and in case anybody didn't catch some of these tweets that we're talking about, uh, left-wing author Ibram Kendi, he's the one that authored the book How to Be an Anti-Racist, He was the one that suggested that Amy Coney Barrett adopted two Haitian children to shield herself from the accusations of racism. He responded to a purported picture of Barrett with her two adopted Haitian children. The photo actually wasn't of her. um, But he just said, I'm challenging the idea that white parents of kids of color are inherently not racist. And he was saying bots completely changed what he was saying To make it seem like he was saying white parents of kids of color are inherently racist
2: well no it's reaching like what he's doing is is reaching like wow for someone to go through that great extent just for the sake of proving that they're not racist that's a pretty long because that's a responsibility yeah right that's a big time responsibility to raise kids uh and to definitely adopt kids that is a big time nobody just does that just so oh well this will shield me from being called racist. That sounds like complete nonsense and the fact that people went that they went there really really fast. He went there really fast and of course the author of some book called Anti-Racism
1: when he's actually being yeah. racist is kind of uh, <laughs> Well he uh, called uh, them right? props. Right. He called them props. That's insane right? I mean that, that's like that's like me if I were to say well Eric is, is a black man. He's our prop on right. this episode of the News and Why It Matters because we're just trying to really prove for the world we're not racist so we'll have a black voice on this show. You see how asinine is stupid yeah. that sounds. And, and dude, nobody in their right mind is going to say something like that. You
0: know why? Because it's racist. <laughs> Amen. Well, they're, they're, I mean, there's nothing more you can say about that. Well, yeah. there's also it's not just men going after her. It's also women. There's a feminist journalist, Christine Grimaldi of Rewired News Group that claimed that Barrett is weaponizing her white womanhood. So in a series of angry tweets on Saturday, while she was accepting her nomination to the Supreme Court, this author, Grimaldi, she claimed that Barrett was actually using her black children's props like we talked about. And she said that she's weaponizing her white womanhood to grab whatever power managed to slip through the cracks in the Trump administration's unrelenting misogyny. Mm -hmm. So she said that Trump and Barrett are using her black children and her child with Down syndrome to score political points. She said it isn't surprising, but it's no less appalling. She was like CNN keeps going on and on about Barrett's family as if that makes her qualified to serve on the Supreme Court and a whopping three years as a Trump appointed federal judge. As if that's enough to qualify for a lifetime on the Supreme Court.
2: It's not like. She or anybody in particular, let's say that are generally in support of her are the ones like heavily highlighting her family like that. Right. It's the opposition. They're the ones that are really bringing that up. And trying to of course use it against her so for people to act like she's weaponizing it just because it exists you know just because it is like how do you weaponize something that just is like Mm -hmm. that's her family Mm -hmm. nonetheless that's her family right i mean i'm not completely crazy in saying that so it just goes to show that again mental gymnastics is what it is it's reaching it's reaching they they had a particular narrative that they were going to perpetuate regardless and this is why I encourage people not to go that route with particularly leftists because they'll drag you down and they have their defaults that they're going to attempt to apply. They don't even have to know anything about you, really. They don't really, they already have this sort of, that's why we call them NPCs because it's like to have these scripts. Right. And they start sending out these scripts. And we even with this situation, I saw a bunch of blue check marks all of a sudden start talking about her integrity because mm-hmm. she actually accepted the nominations. And they're saying that a bunch of blue check marks similarly around the same time got to saying, well, that proves that she's not really qualified because nobody would accept the nomination during these circumstances. So it's just like they already had their mind made up. Like I said earlier, they could have gave you Jesus. They could have gave you the perfect Human being but they would have somehow worded it as if there was something racist because that's really their entire platform right racism misogyny all of these sorts of ideas mm-hmm. and because they necessarily they can't really say that they can't really you know uh, how do you really claim they're racist definitely if they adopt black children or how can they say that Trump's a misogynist if he if he nominates a woman. Mm-hmm. They know that that's off the table. Right. So right. they have to do these mental gymnastics to try to make it seem
1: as if that's the case. So what they're doing, I read an article in Cosmopolitan magazine this morning. Yeah. Yeah, I did it. <laughs> I, did it. I read an article and basically the accusation was guys like Trump, guys like Mike Pence are using women, whether it is Kelly McEnany or uh, Kellyanne Conway or Sarah Sanders or in this case, Coney Barrett, they're using these women to carry out their misogyny because they can't do it themselves. So what they do is they get these women and put them in positions of power and the women are using their white superiority and privilege in order to condescend to everyone else, especially people of color. So <clears throat> it's interesting to the point that's that's what they're that's where they take that mental gymnastics. Yeah. And I can say this I come from a family that, that was adoptive. I, ha- I have a brother that was adopted. He's my brother. I can love him, hate him, like him, dislike him, whatever. I can talk about him all I want. I don't let anybody else do it. Why? Because he's my family. So I don't see how anybody that has a family that has adopted or you've been adopted, I mean, that that touches all of us in some form or fashion or especially have a family that that is touched with the blessing of Down syndrome. Okay, and you're still going to vote for a leftist. You're still going to vote for Joe Biden in this election is absolute hypocrisy if you read this and still support them because they've basically called you a hypocritical liar.
0: And we've covered a lot of ground and we've got more to cover with Biden uh, saying moving forward with the nomination before Election Day is abusive power. We're going to talk about that coming up. But first, we want to thank our sponsor, Home Title Lock. So what does COVID-19 have to do with losing your home? Well, a lot, actually. Uh, The FBI reported that since the virus struck, cybercrime is up 75 percent. And you can't believe this, but it does get worse. The legal title to all of our homes, they're online now. And the crime is called home title theft, and it is everywhere. cybercriminals they find the title to your home online. They forge your signature on a quit claim deed, and then they refile as the new owner of your home. And you're off the title. So they destroy you by taking out loans against your home. They steal the cash and then they stick you with the payments and the worst part you may not even know until you get a late payment or a foreclosure notice It's awful so home title lock they protect your home's legal title because your home is your most valuable asset it's your safe haven so home title lock puts a virtual barrier around your home's title and the instant that they detect any tampering they shut it down So, first things first, go to HometitleLock.com, register your address to see if you have already been a victim, because you might not know. And then use code RADIO for 30 free days of protection. That's code RADIO at HometitleLock.com. We'll be back in just a minute. So we're back before we get into our next topic. I just want to remind you tomorrow night is the first 2020 presidential debate and our special coverage. It's going to begin at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And that will start with the Stu Does America pre-show. And then at 9 p.m. Eastern time, Blaze TV will carry the debate live. So you can watch that on Blaze TV, Pluto, Facebook, YouTube. And then... 10:30 p.m. Eastern Time. Glenn Beck, Stu, Pat, Steve Dace, Dave Rubin. They're going to react to the debates live. You don't want to miss that. And we have a special promo code: debate. For twenty dollars off an annual subscription, and if you aren't yet a member, you can still watch it for free at blazeTV.com/slash/youtube. So you want to be sure and tune in for that because it is going to be exciting stuff.
1: I didn't get. I didn't get invited. Did you get invited? I didn't get invited. I didn't get invited to that. Well,
0: we have the important the VIPs. We yeah. have this That's show
1: because true. I'm playing <laughs> a drinking game during the debate, and I'm gonna be hammered because every time <laughs> Joe Biden goes, "Listen, man,
0: I'm taking a shot." <laughs> hey, man. I'm guessing I won't be seeing you here on Wednesday (laughs) for the show.
3: All
0: right, so really quickly, we're not going to spend a lot of time on this, but Biden says moving forward with a Barrett nomination before Election Day is an abuse of power. I want you to listen to what he said.
3: U.S. Constitution provides one chance, one, for the Americans to have their voices heard on who serves a lifetime appointment on the Supreme Court, who makes those big decisions about their health care, their civil rights, and much else. That chance is now. That moment is now. And the voters, in my view, are not going to stand for this abuse of power. And if we are to call ourselves a democracy, their voices must be heard. I urge the American people to keep voting and to let your current senators know that you want to be heard before a vote on confirmation of a new justice. And I urge every senator to take a step back from the brink Take off the blinders of politics for just one critical moment and stand up for the Constitution you swore to uphold.
0: Okay, so I just want your quick reactions to what you think about Joe Saying.
1: We don't have a democracy, we have a republic, Joe. I can't believe anybody would vote for him when he doesn't even understand what system of government he plans to be running. (laughs) Well, I mean,
2: he never really says, like, what's the abuse? Mm-hmm. Which he never does really it's just oh well this is an abuse of power and your voice needs to be heard It's like all right. Well, what exactly do you figure is that okay? If it is an abuse Just at least explain to me Let's how spell it out, like, like yeah. what's the actual situation not just don't do it or something like that mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, But yeah, democracy is the God that failed um, It is a very very bad thing and I never did like the idea of people's rights in any way form or shape fashion Being put up to a vote. It's the equivalent to two wolves and a sheep voting on who's for dinner.
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I love that analogy. All right, so now we got to talk about the big news of the day, which is the New York Times coming out and saying Trump paid $750 in federal income taxes in 2016 and 2017, and none in a 10 of the last 15 years. So they're claiming that they obtained Trump's personal and corporate taxes spanning the past two decades. The articles paint a picture of Trump and his companies reporting massive losses to offset the millions that he would have had to pay in federal taxes. Now, he reportedly received a $72.9 million refund in 2010. That's still being investigated by the Internal Revenue Service. Now, they didn't publish the returns themselves. They said in order to protect the sources who provided the documents because they have taken enormous personal risks to help inform the public— I want to know, first of all, do you believe they should have to release the source who made these claims and said that they know firsthand Trump isn't paying his taxes?
1: I don't know if they should have to release the source. I don't know that I agree with that. But, you know, obviously Trump came back out and said this is fake news. They got it all wrong and needs to be. But I just, the bigger part of this story is I want the number to his CPA. Because, first of all, Eric and I agree taxation is theft. We can take that down a long trail. Uh, so good for him. I mean, I, people don't understand. Rich people don't do what you do. They don't pay taxes like you pay taxes. There's a lot of you're talking about teams of tax professionals that handle everything they do. Uh, I, I remind you guys, John Oliver that hosts whatever the late show, whichever one it is, you know, he hates Trump. He's always talking about. Trump. John Oliver and his wife bought a nine million dollar Manhattan penthouse and used a tax loophole that was actually created by Donald Trump. So where's the hypocrisy in that? Let's do the Obamas. Let's do the Clintons. Let's talk about how much they have paid in taxes. Let's Mm -hmm. let's talk about these folks. It's just a different world they live in and people don't understand that.
2: Yeah. Like I've said, uh, rich people, that's what they do. They have full teams of people. There's a lot of loopholes and stuff that we do have access to other people. We just don't have the money to find, have those Mm -hmm. individuals find those for us. Um, But no, that's what they do. Rich, even the progressives that act as if they are pro taxation or pro progressive taxation. They themselves, of course, take advantage of that because they don't want to be giving their money despite. You know, whatever it is that they say. Now, my thing about, uh, of course, I believe taxation and stuff, I usually call it to be more precisely extortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, stuff by way of extortion. Now, the only time I would call someone a a hole, if you will, is if they were actually going out there and advocating for someone else, which is generally like a lot of progressives and Democrats. Advocating that people pay taxes while trying to take advantage and paying as little as they possibly can, Mm -hmm. not actually going out of their way to pay extra, which you can do. And by the way, um, they, they don't go generally go do that. So that is when I have a problem with you. Avoiding taxes, even evading taxes. I don't care. I, I, I do it. I'm all for it. Whatever you can do to avoid, because all that is, is avoiding acts of aggression as far as I'm concerned. Mm. So if you want to avoid taxes, if you want, if and if you can get away with, quote unquote, evading. I know they say it's illegal. I personally don't care. I'm a libertarian. I can just say say stuff like that. <laughs> if you if you can get out of uh, 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 more so what you're doing is you're avoiding Aggression. That's what it's called. It's called avoiding aggression. You don't blame the aggressor uh, or the person that's being, excuse me, aggressed upon when they choose to, let's say, move out the way of it. Saw a lot of blue check marks today talking as if, well, they're stealing from us if they don't pay taxes. And it just goes to show how they think they have rights to your property. Mm -hmm. They think they have rights to you because that's not how it works. The person that avoids the theft It's not the one that's uh, stealing from you. That doesn't make any any sense. So if you wanted a more simplified tax code or whatever to, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people have been advocating for that to try to make it more simplified, whatever, but to avoid taxes. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. And they are, I think the Biden campaign is already right now coming out with pens that say like, I pay more taxes than Donald Trump. If that's the hill that y'all want to die on (laughs) bragging about giving the government money, by all means, go ahead because all the libertarians are looking at, well, we usually criticize Mr. Donald Trump, but man, good for him for avoiding
1: that theft. Uh, Can we figure out how we can do that as well? Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, if I pay property taxes and then my house is paid off and I have to keep paying property taxes on something I've already paid for. It's like you're renting it from mm-hmm. the government. It's like I'm renting it from the governor, <laughs> government. And, it, and, if, and if I don't pay it, they have the right to come take it away from me, what I have rightfully paid off mm-hmm. and, and dutifully paid off. Nobody agrees with that being the right thing, right? So why are you arguing for right. taxes? Why are you arguing for more taxes? And, and, and try to justify yourself in complaining or criticizing Donald Trump, who... When this guy goes in to do business, just like anybody else has got money, They have the tax plan mapped out, the loopholes. Where can we do this? What can we claim? What can we write off? What can we, you know, what's appreciating, what's depreciating? They map that out before they ever go into this thing. So kudos to him for doing that. It's never been anything that I've sat around going, man, I wonder what, I wonder how much Donald Trump's paying in taxes. I've never cared. (laughs) Right.
0: Never cared. Yeah. Who sits around thinking about, like, did my neighbor pay their fair share this year? Uh, It's it's an on that.
1: I've never come to y'all and said, hey. How much y'all pay in taxes? I need to know before we can be friends. I need to know how much y'all paid in taxes this past year. What? You got earned child income credits? Oh, no. (laughs) I'm paying for your kids. We can't be
0: friends. Well, uh, as you said earlier, Trump came out and said, totally made up. Everything was wrong. He said the fake news media is bringing up my taxes and all sorts of other nonsense with illegally obtained information and only bad intent. I paid many millions of dollars in taxes, but was entitled, like everyone else, to depreciation and tax credits. So, I mean, he just took all the took all the allowances that he could. Hey, man,
2: yeah. if you can. Av- so, and that's what let's call it what it is. I hate I hate that we use those terms like, you know. Uh, tax credit, because unfortunately, people, when we talk about corporate welfare, for example, unfortunately, people think that the corporate welfare that they talk about is all in, let's say, giving them money, right? You know what I mean? It's like a, not even a loan, like it's a grant like a corporate grant is which the government is giving you money subsidizing whatever it is that you have that is not what it generally is and i tend I, i really encourage america to go out there and actually look when you see those leftists throwing around where corporate welfare paid for this this and that generally almost always really what they're talking about is someone avoiding theft so they think that keeping your money is somehow a subsidy which those are two completely different things so if you can avoid theft by all means and avoid it. Do it. Yeah. Do it.
0: Well, we're going to go to break, but when we come back, I do want to touch on this text report and what it revealed about Trump's Russia connections. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> so we'll be right back. <laughs> yeah, I wish you would teach a master class. Right? Yeah, man. All right, so we're back, and we need to talk about the New York Times Trump tax report and what it revealed about his Russia connections. Do you know what it revealed, everybody? Mm. Virtually nothing. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's had many findings, apparently, in this New York Times analysis of his tax documents, but the records do not reveal any previously unreported connections to Russia. There you the go. only thing that they were actually able to find when they analyzed all of these documents was, uh, was something about the 2013 Miss Universe pageant that they had in Moscow. So as a co-owner, co-owner of the pageant, he made $2.3 million from the event. It was underwritten by a Russian family that seems a little shady. They lost money on the deal, but for Trump and NBC, the pageant was lucrative. That was basically it. That's what they found. Yeah, shocker. So exciting times <laughs> with the, the New York Times report. Uh, in that New York Times report, though, this was interesting. It should be noted that says the troubling aspect of how the Times obtained this private information about his tax documents. I mean, the outlet reported it received the information from sources with legal access to it, but it may be illegal for those sources to provide that information to The New York Times.
2: I think that was obvious. I mean, if they're able to just completely obtain it, he didn't voluntarily do it, and then they had to go under the table and someone that had access to it, I'm pretty sure that, Trump isn't a complete idiot to where, you know, these guys are in some sort of binding documents or something mm-hmm. and says, come on, man, you can't be showing people my, all of the yeah. records and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's probably something under the table being done. And like I said, people get the pants sued off. off of They're going to get sued. <laughs> yeah.
1: So much for non-disclosure agreements, right? Yeah. I mean, if I'm going to go yeah, in exactly. there and enter into a business agreement with somebody like that, I mean, I don't even let people get on my bus without yeah. <laughs> my tour bus. Well, you, you, better, you better sign You better sign this piece Paper party on my bus. You got to sign this piece of paper. I don't need you coming back in here sharing pictures and stuff. I mean, you just don't do business like yeah. that. So I hope I hope somebody gets just a crap suit out of them.
0: Well, and just a, a side note on this whole Russia thing too. Uh, Donald Jr. tweeted: Hunter Biden received $3.5 million wire transfer from Elena Baderina, the billionaire widow of Yuri Luzkov, the former mayor of Moscow and a known associate of Vladimir Putin. So where are our fearless journalists now that there is a real? Russia connection?
2: Yeah, he, he's they've been getting away with a lot over there. And that's been kind of just pushed by the wayside. Mm-hmm. You know, we've talked about it here on the show, uh, Hunter Biden and, and, and so forth. But when you look more and more into that, it's like, man, if that was the shoe was on the other foot, we know he'd be getting, oh, yeah. getting real, man. But this, is, to be honest, is really not being talked about unless you're watching over at Blaze TV. That's right. Uh, that's the only place that you're going to be able to catch it. But, yeah, those guys are acting as if it doesn't exist. To be fair, I haven't even really seen anybody even talk about it uh, coming from the other side of the aisle. So it's an interesting thing. And I think that's under the rug. Yeah, Just sort under the rug. Most mm-hmm. definitely.
0: All right. Yeah. So we'll talk about the debates really quickly. They're coming up tomorrow. First of all, do you think Joe's going to show up? And then if he does, how do you think it's going to go?
1: Uh, I love the idea of doing a drug test. I, I, I love Trump's idea to be able to do that. He, you know, he said, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, you know, I'll do a drug test. And uh, I kinda, it kind of makes me wonder if they've been putting the lid on Joe's days at 8.39 a.m. Uh, every day in order to let him sleep all day so that he'll start thinking that 9 p.m. is is the morning. You know, and they can just kind of fool him into being like he's awake. Uh, But, yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting to see. I I heard um, I heard who was it? Somebody that has just recently been associated with Joe Biden has now come down with coronavirus or been diagnosed with coronavirus. So if he does show up, it'll be the last time he shows up. I I predicted that he'd be diagnosed with coronavirus before this debate even happened. So put him in a bubble, roll him out there, tell him he's he's on TV and let him talk. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be interesting.
2: Um, uh, Obviously, we all, for the most part, expect a beat down uh, by way of Trump beating Mm -hmm. him down, uh, Biden. But I don't know. I'm still clinging on to the idea that they'll try to find a way out. Though it would look very, very bad if they did, mm-hmm. um, it, it, I wouldn't be surprised if something came out and said, "Okay, we're going to adjust for the sake of whatever." Maybe it, it, the coronavirus is their way out. I don't really know, but yeah, it's it, it, of course it's going to be a beat down, and this is what we all have been looking certainly forward to to see if he can actually hold. You know, it's one thing to read from a teleprompter. You know, but it's another thing to have to think on your toes and respond maybe specifically to some of the criticisms that your opponent has on you. And I don't know if Joe Biden in that mental state or rather mm-hmm. has the capacity to, to honestly be able to do that. I don't think that he. He does. And I would be very surprised if he can somehow pull that off.
0: Well, that's why the the tweet that you mentioned, uh, Donald Trump, if people haven't seen it or read it, he said, I will strongly be demanding a drug test of sleepy Joe Biden prior to or after the debate on Tuesday night. Naturally, I will agree to take one. Also, his debate performances have been record setting, uneven, to put it mildly. Only drugs could have caused this discrepancy. (laughs) And then he also tweeted Joe Biden just announced that he will not agree to a drug test. Gee, I wonder why, because I mean. Some days he's firing on all cylinders, it seems like. And then other days you're like, oh, gosh, like someone, please just remove him from the situation. So, and, it's and hard to watch. What
1: I was referring to earlier, apparently Ralph Northam, the governor of Virginia, who Biden yeah, yeah, was just yeah. with, him has in now in been Hawaii, diagnosed, right? yeah, diagnosed yeah. with coronavirus. That's what I was alluding to. Couldn't think of who it was. But uh, here's what they're doing with Biden. Joe, they're, they're bringing him down and and they're. They've been debate prepping him now for however long, and they're saying these are the topics that are going to come up. Now, we want you to memorize these three to four points. Memorize these. Be able to regurgitate them. Here's two attack points on everything. Memorize those. And so it's going to be like pulling a string and winding him up to the degree that Trump can come out there and really push him, push him on the Ukraine, push him on Hunter Biden, uh, push him on uh, China and all of these things and really get him riled up. Because let's face it, Joe's got an anger problem. Mm -hmm. We've seen it. We've seen it and I have got a good doctor friend of mine who mentioned to me this week. He said, I want you to watch the man when he walks. Just watch the man when he walks. This guy's a neurosurgeon that I was talking to. He said one of the things that happens when somebody has had brain injury or some kind of trauma or there is dementia going on, they don't swing their hands when they walk. Men naturally walk with their arms swinging. Mm-hmm. If you'll notice, Joe doesn't do that. There's something going on. And I say that not to criticize or pick on the man. I'm just saying it's a sad state of affairs when that is what the Democratic Party is hanging their hat on to be the next Democratic president of the United States. It's a sad, sad deal. He's a Trojan horse, we all know that. He's a placeholder for something that's coming later on. So just be wary and watch in these debates.
0: Yeah, the debate is going to be really interesting. I'm gonna grab my popcorn. Mm-hmm. Skinny gonna, Pop! Yes, yeah, skin, my, my Skinny Pop! My Skinny Pop, yeah. <laughs> all right, so we gotta go uh, to break, but we'll be right back. Skinny Pop! And my popcorn, my love soda, since I'm trying to give up i'd like to have a chat about governor nuisance everybody's favorite guy in california uh he just signed a law allowing transgender inmates to be placed in prison by their gender identity and the officers are required to use their preferred pronouns so he signed this new law saying that they have to be placed in prisons based on their gender identity. Um, they used to house you know, men and women in separate commercial uh, correctional facilities, excuse me, um, and transgender inmates were housed based on their biological sex. Well, that is no more. Um, so my question about this story, like, what is stopping a man from saying he's a woman to get out of being in prison with the rest of the guys?
2: Nothing. <laughs> I mean, absolutely This nothing. just seems
0: like something a lot of now, men would, yeah, would and,
2: give and, a shot. And it's a it's a weird thing that that's like the focus, right? Definitely during all of this craziness, and like they're passing kind of laws. And he also passed another one about like them not being gas cars by twenty thirty five mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. When I think of like your typical white leftist, I look at Gavin. I really do. No, seriously, because when you hear him talking, when you hear some of the things that he advocates and you think, golly, that's kind of loony, man, like that someone would even focus on that right now. And Mm -hmm. the ones that are generally bogging up my mentions and attacking me and all this sort of stuff. That's what happens when they get in positions of power. That's what it looks like. And it looks crazy. It looks crazy as hell. It's like that's what we're talking about right now. Uh, People wanting to identify as whatever they want and then being put in whatever correctional facility yeah. based on what they say not obviously based on bi- what they are bi- biologically of course that's gonna create some issues once folks find out if that is a loophole that doesn't seem to have that many restrictions and it's just based really and that's how they're treating gender these days anyway mm-hmm. is that it's something that can be changed on a woman whatever you identify as that's what other people have to unfortunately <laughs> identify uh you as so yeah this could get um some situations could come out of this Like bad ones. um, And I hope that it doesn't get to that point.
1: Uh, I would like to if I was in California, I would identify as not guilty. That way, I don't have to go to prison at all. I mean, it's just as logical, right? I just I'm not guilty. And that's how I identify. <laughs> I mean, just because you're guilty, don't mean you did it, right? So I, I'm just not going to go to prison at all. But I tell you, this is going to be one of those where science really bites them in the rear. Uh, it's going it's going to be guaranteed really, really bad. And for those bio, born biological women that identify as a man, they get sent to the penitentiary. It is going to be very. Very bad because I promise you, if Bubba's willing to snuggle up with, with uh, Johnny, yeah, let me tell you something, Susie. Just because you call yourself Tyrone now ain't gonna change anything when it comes to cell number 13.
0: Yep. <laughs> that's, I think I agree, I think it's gonna be bad news all the bad. way around. Well, and I mean, when you've committed a crime that's sending you to prison, I just don't feel like you should be able to dictate, mm-hmm. well, I feel this, or you have to call me this. I mean, at that point. Just be glad they're giving you a, a meal three times a day.
2: Well, yeah, obviously, oh, if you're no. not, unless it's tax evasion, then
0: right. you shouldn't
2: be in there. <laughs> so, I'm, I got you, America. I some, got of, you. some of them going
1: to be getting four meals a day. You know
0: We've got a few minutes left. I want to talk to you, too, about this. There's... Um, Black Lives Matter activists that are trying to bully this poor store owner in Louisville, uh, but he will not back down. He said, nobody can intimidate me. I want to run this clip for you. Is Black Lives Matter? You're a good
1: person. I, can't can't I get a You're real Is Breonna Taylor matter? Is Breonna Does Taylor matter? matter? Yes. Does it matter? Yes. I don't know. I
3: what do you know.
2: mean?
1: Huh?
0: What
3: do you mean? How so many people hey, are
1: around Rogers. me? Do you know how many people
3: came around Brianna Taylor? She was sleeping and she was no, laughing This is That's
0: not my f- business. Oh, well, you I mean, got- should be your business because all lives matter, right? You can agree with that, right? All lives matter. Mm, I don't right care here. about that, yes. It's uh, kudos to that guy. He they've been trying to pressure him to support their cause, to agree with them. And he's like, you can't bully me into agreeing with something that I don't agree with. He's been sleeping, guarding his store for one hundred and twenty two days, which is incredible. Um, but anyway, as, as they confronted him and asked him, you know, does black lives matter? He said, if you're a good person, I will care about you. If you're a bad person, pff, you know, mm-hmm. no. Um, what do you think about this guy? I mean, I, I sleeping that many days? I'm glad he's got the patience
1: I mean, that he's got and, the, and the, the long suffering because there's a lot of folks out there that just wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't continue to put up with that. Uh, you'd discover some black lives that don't matter mm-hmm. he, because you get in his face the wrong time. And that man pull up that AR-15. Mm-hmm. There's a whole other story, mm-hmm. right? Uh, he cares about his, his own life and he cares about his own livelihood. And that's what he's defending. And he has every right to do that. Yeah,
2: 100% he has the right to do that. And that's really the only way that you deal with those types. Um, I I've, I've did a video the other day talking about how those types demand allegiance. And you see that. It's a weird thing. We've seen this with the mask stuff. Uh, we've seen this with, with this. This is not the first clip where we see a, a group of people try to surround someone and they're demanding, like, say this, say her name, say his name, say Black Lives Matter. It's an allegiance thing. You know what I mean? And it's that's the only way that that stuff starts to slow down is when people say no not trying to appease that because you can't really ever appease that crowd anyway mm-hmm. but they are betting or banking rather on the fact that you will at some point you know concede right and that's what they want and this is why they you see all with these businesses and stuff this is why they're getting more and more out of control we just heard that spotify for example their employees are demanding they be able to like censor joe Rogan. like yes. this is what happens mm-hmm. when that when you allow them any sort of of, of power and you bend the knee to them, mm-hmm. so that is more so. Obviously, that's in a more extreme form, and the fact that this individual is obviously standing in front of their own personal business. But I think that it does. It's more of an analogy to what's happening around the world and in all different subcultures, and that's how you have to deal with it. It's like you do whatever it is that you want, you know, to do. But one thing I'm not going to do is just. You know, support your call just because you're demanding that I do it.
0: Right. He's got our respect for not backing down. That's Absolutely. for sure. Yeah. All right, we'll be right back. We've got our poll question coming up next. Yeah, he—he's a tough dude. I yeah. Mean, well, and I—I I like that he's an immigrant from Jordan. And he said. He Yesterday's poll question, this is one of my favorites, which of these institutions, if any, do you trust? The FBI, the CIA, the NSA, or none? Surprise, surprise, 90.7% of you said none. I agree. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I agree. I, I'm no, sad that I agree, that I agree with that, but I agree with that. <laughs> Chad? No, I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I figured yeah. we would probably all be in the same boat on that
1: one. <laughs> uh-huh. 100%, but let's give them more tax money. Let's do that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Let's let's keep them funding these institutions <laughs> we don't
1: trust.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. We don't trust any of you, but all right, so we're going to have another poll question for tomorrow, too. But, yeah, I, I feel like... I heard Stu say like the uh, what was the NSCAA? He trusts them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, most definitely, man. Nah, this the government's is like it's rotten. It's rotten, and and you see all of these things. This was against me about America. You see all these things going down. And they still want to just throw money at it. Yeah. I don't understand. I really can't wrap my mind around. You think yeah.
1: you don't trust them. Why, why do we keep funding them? We thought they were nonpartisan. And we would have still thought that if Hillary Clinton had been elected. Thank yeah. God for Donald Trump in that regard. It's exposed a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, that's Absolutely. exactly right.
0: Well, this was so much fun, you guys. I, I know we all miss Sarah. Sarah yeah. and Stephen, congratulations. We hope that maybe you're getting Absolutely. A, l- yeah. a little bit of sleep. Oh, we do have our poll question really quick. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have that in my notes, I don't believe oh there it is okay you would think i had the baby i've got baby brain. will the leak of trump's tax records change anyone's mind on the 2020 race
2: <sighs> no i mean it may make libertarians support them to try to figure out if they can they can do that i doubt it that'll do it though but if anybody it will be like yeah man dodger taxes is awesome
0: i think most people have made up their mind I mean, they don't, don't even you think?
2: care most of them are. this ain't gonna be the deal
0: yeah i agree
2: yeah most definitely
0: All right. Well, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. More fun poll questions. Thanks, guys.
1: Thanks for listening to the news and why it matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at BlazeTV.com.